Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabytes, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Mediocre Apparitionist, Magically Average. How are you doing today? It's been, a, it's been like a short week for us because we're recording on a Monday for once, and you're coughing, so I'm going to buy time for you. <laughs> I, you act like I haven't done this for a while, and I can't speed mute and unmute real quick. Right. No, yeah, it's weird. It's weird doing on a Monday again, but it feels good. It feels right. Although I will say that we were going through the list of spring shows and they come out throughout the entire week, so it just feels like we're constantly swarmed with anime and you have to remember what happens. Because Yeah. I don't know about you. My list is currently ten shows right yeah, now. No, we, we we did talk about this. I'm a little longer yeah. than yours. Mine's uh yeah. I I've watched 10 shows. There's two more shows that haven't come out, and I'm already dropping one. And depending on how the second episode goes for another show, I'm going to drop another to bring me back down to 10. It's bound to happen this season. There's the, we'll see. there's just too many shows. Like in like quality shows, not just like Yeah. I would say uh, at least 5 of them are super quality. One we'll see. Or sorry, five that are out now are super quality. One, I'm still feeling out if it'll actually go in a good direction or not because it literally it's like right now it could be my dark horse of the season of just whether it be really fucking good or, oh, this is generic as shit. And then you have Comey and Summertime Rendering, which haven't come out yet. Like Comey comes out at the end of the month and Summertime Rendering starts this week on Disney Plus of all fucking things. I know. I'm so excited. This season, this season, we eaten, we eaten good. But um, the show that uh, I'm just gonna hop right into it because we we've got a lot to talk. I was about. like, I was gonna and say, no, what what you eating, Frank? What's on your plate this week? Well, let's start with the shit that I ate this week. 
Oh. <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll start bad and go good. Uh, the bad show that I am automatically dropping, um, I wouldn't even say it's necessarily bad. It's just not my genre, uh, is uh, Fanfare of Adolescence. Uh, for those of you who did not listen to our spring show going over the, or sorry, our spring preview show or episode, this is the show about the horse jockeys, like the idol who turns horse jockey and yeah. It's not that it's bad. The animation actually was pretty fucking good. But I'm not... I'm. It's nothing against the genre. I'm just not into boy love genre. Like, that's just not my thing. If it's done well, sure. I don't mind it. Like, it, it, I just haven't, you know... I haven't watched, like, Yuri on Ice. I know that that's a really good one that everybody loves. I haven't watched it. I hear it's phenomenal. But this one is just, like... There's a little weirdness to it of just like, hey, I'm riding a horse and then I'm going to catch this boy and then all these flower petals come out of nowhere and we lock eyes. And <laughs> and then it's just like I'm imagining that this lad is riding the other lad riding the horse. And I'm just like, oh, no, this 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 could take a turn for the just the weird. Your imagination went wild there. No, unfortunately. But um, no, it's just I don't know. It, it on top of that the story to me just wasn't super gripping it was just an idle boy that was just like hey i'm gonna t- i'm gonna be a, a jockey because that's that's what i love like i i found what i love and it was like great cool yeah good luck with that it it's funny you going through the synopsis it like sort of reminds me of aquatope on white sand because it's like former idol goes off on her own and like randomly gets a job at an aquarium and so like Sometimes that formula works. Sometimes it doesn't. And but in Aquatope, this case, did she actually like aquariums, or did she yeah. just get a job because they were hiring? No, she just got it. Well, she just got a job because they were hiring at the time, and she yeah, came okay. to so like. So it's it. not like it's not like she loved the aquarium and that's what she wanted to do. It's hey, this they're hiring. Sure, hire me. Yeah, yep. yeah. This is like hey, no, I found what I love. I'm gonna go do it. It's like cool, good one. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. It's just it just wasn't my thing. Beautifully animated, uh, but story wise, it was ridiculous right off the bat, and I just I'm good. It's not it's not something I need to watch. Um, while you deal with your cat there, I will go into my second show so that way you know because I think I got at least one more show on top of you, so we'll even each other out. Um, yeah, one that I was really hyped about this season, I was hoping was going to be really good. And now I'm just like, ooh, I may drop this one after another episode. Is uh, Tomodachi Gang, which uh, is basically, it's like a death game type show, but there's no real stakes of being killed. Like the 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 death game, quote unquote, is like, hey, if you fail this, you're gonna be in a shit ton of debt. And that's it. There's no, like, you, you, they've already go into, like, episode one with, like, the people behind the cameras doing the commentating, like, ah, nobody's ever won this round before, like, when they've gotten to five strikes or four strikes and whatever, and then, like, before the round ends, like, the main character that it's been following asks, like, oh, by the way, what color panties is this girl wearing? And everybody's like, what? And then the episode ends, and you're just like, what the shit is going on right now? But there's no real, like... It's supposed to be a death game, and it doesn't feel like it. Like, if you're gonna label it as that, like, give me some fucking stakes. Like, they're like, oh no, if you lose this game, you're gonna be in debt twenty million yen. It's like, cool. 
That sucks yeah, for like, them. Well, oh well. Whoop whoop de doo, Basil. Yeah. It's just I just it it's got to give me something in episode two. It just it's there's too much this season that it's not going to hold my attention. So that's the where I'm honestly at for didn't. Those... Yeah, I was gonna say that show. The premise didn't even really interest me either. Oh, and also the main like you know how they have like all the characters on the poster, and then it has that weird large head like character like caricature yeah. type person. Yeah, his whole character in the show is 3D, and I fucking hate it. Uh, <laughs> yep. yep, just puke, 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 puke everywhere. Give me something. What what what's on your quick list? Now you can stick with 3D and talk about Skeleton Knight, which mm. thankfully, well, thankfully it's not all 3D you know with him. <laughs> it's funny when I was watching it at Crunchyroll, I like looked at the top comment, and the top comment literally was like, "Ains went in a really weird direction, very happy, like something like that." And I was like, <laughs> "It's just going to be a bunch of Overlord fans being like, this is just Overlord, like the side quest Ains goes on." But, um, I came in with like no expectations it it looked funny i wasn't really too going to go too deep into the story or anything and like the synopsis but basically it's just guy wakes up in as his video game character but in a world that's not his video game character world so he's like oh i've been isekai'd like he actually says that at the end so at least he's somewhat cognizant of like his situation but, oh no i've been hit by truck coon yeah, <laughs> basically. But it was so weird because he was like, he was like, all I did was fall asleep. So I'm sure there's going to be some weird thing of like figuring out what actually happened to him baked into the story. But it it starts off like a bat out of hell though, because it's like bandits about to, um, I, to, trying to find a PC way of saying it, take advantage of two young women that they basically they destroy their carriage and kill the guards that are escorting them and are like, haha, we've got them now. And then skeleton Knight shows up and cuts them all in half. And is like, no, you thought wrong. So it, yeah, it, it starts off pretty quick, but I'll give it a three episode. Try It's nothing like gripping enough to keep me going probably the whole season, but who knows? It could change. It's my, Fair I enough. guess my one isekai for the season. I will say I completely forgot. As soon as I said Truckoon, I know that's a meme, but there is a like you know, kind of indie manga whatever that I completely forgot about until just now called Isekai Transporter, in which it follows a truck that kills people to send them to other worlds. Oh, for crying out loud! It's yeah. I, I have no idea. That I, haven't, I haven't read it, but like I forgot that that existed. Raccoon. Somewhere in the deep back bowels of my fucking brain. Which is a, a very <laughs> scary place to go. Oh, there's some weird shit back It's there, troubling. But, but yeah, I forgot that that was a thing. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. And I'm probably going to go read it later tonight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing I'm not doing is no. I'm definitely not watching any more of Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. I told you. Whoa. We, uh, yeah, like in the preview, we were all like, there's like three or four heel shows. Like, there's mm -hmm. one that's like a, like, what is it? Healer like a girl, singing? Which is like the three sorts of medicine, and then the third one is like vocal medicine. Yeah. It, it, was, it was also like a competition, like vocal healing yeah. competition. Love Live it's, is another one. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this Yours. one, the Don't Hurt the Me, I'm My, <laughs> the Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. 
it is the epitome of like taking a a joke type and just pile driving it into the ground to infinity. Like they just beat the horse dead. That po- all those poor fanfare of adolescence horses, they just beat them all dead with this stupid oh, no. joke. Not it's basically horses. it's basically just adventurer who's weak stumbles across healer who's snotty and has an attitude and like is like oh no take pity on me but i'm gonna be sassy to you haha that's it that's the whole dynamic and so it's just back and forth and back and forth and i'm watch the first episode was painful it was absolutely painful. painful like i just there's a, we were talking before too, but there's like there's always a couple of those or at least one every season that's just yeah. it you look at it and you're like, you know it's gonna be bad. This one I knew was gonna be bad, but I was like, you know what, I'm still gonna give it a try because why not? But man, there was actually it was... a show like that, like maybe about a year ago. I think we actually I don't know if it was before we started this or not. I don't know what season it came out in. Um is like last dungeon boon uh kid from the last dungeon boonies moves to a starter town. And it was like, it started off phenomenally. It was really funny. It was very good. And then it was the same joke for 12 episodes. And I was just like, no, I can't. This is the most fucking 5 out of 10 show I've ever watched. Never mind. I feel yeah. like I wasted my time. I'm I'm mad about it. But I saw it through yeah. to the end. You get you get sucked into some of those shows. But I, I, I saw it immediately and was like, nope, not going to tempt me, devil. Aha. <laughs> Speaking of getting sucked into shows, here's one that, like, you're not watching, you haven't seen season one. I've seen season one, and it frustrated the ever-living shit out of me. And for some reason, I decided to watch episode one of season two of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. I don't know why I do this to myself. The the plot of the show is fine. It's a simple isekai, doom and gloom world is, you know is gonna go boom like there are waves and you have to defeat them whatever it's fine that that i can get behind is if it's well animated and like the plot progression is good which it was however comma everybody in that fucking world acts like the goddamn dumbest person it's so beyond frustrating how stupid these people act in the show it's just backwards and dumb and i just it, oh, it's so it's so just enraging to me. So I, of course, watched season two, episode one of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. And um, <laughs> as if this world wasn't like doom and gloom, like, oh, my God, we have the waves. And every time the waves go off, like all these fucking just demons and other creatures come and invade us and we have to kill them. And then there's like a big bad and you have to kill the big bad and then the waves are done. Yeah, the countdown to the waves stopped and they're like, oh, no. Once every, like, hundred years or couple hundred years, we have another calamity that happens that annihilates the world in which it's, like, I forget what the fuck it was called, but it was, like, hold on, I gotta look this up, but it was something along the lines of, like, a mist tortoise. What? It was, yeah, uh, spirit tortoise, yep. However, it is what? said that the spirit tortoise, a monster that will bring forth an unprecedented disaster, has been re- resurrected in the country of Spirit Tortoise Kingdom. 
So not only so, do they have just these waves upon waves upon waves of calamity, those waves will eventually just pause, not stop, pause itself, just so the spirit tortoise can have its chance at fucking this world up every so that's couple my, hundred years. So that's my question, too, because like I haven't watched, we were talking earlier, like I haven't watched season one, never had any interest in watching it either. But the way you're describing it is basically it's, this world is a constant shitstorm of nonstop, like, on yeah. the brink of destruction. Yeah, essentially. And, like, what? it's just... Most of the characters are just frustrating as ever-living shit. Like, the main three are... Like, I would say the two companions to the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero, the two girls, Raftilia and Philo, which is the, like, raccoon girl and the bird girl... They are, like, the only competent fucking characters in the show. Even S.H.I.E.L.D. Boy is just fucking frustrating. Well, he, he it's, it's an easy guy, right? Like, he gets reborn yeah, he gets, as he gets, one of the four. No, he doesn't get reborn. They get summoned into the world. Like, he gets bibbity. Like, he reads a book, and then in that, like, he basically falls asleep, not falls asleep standing up, but just, like, reads the book and gets sucked into the book and gets summoned into this world with four or three other randos. And the three what? other randos get, like, actual weapons and not a shield. So they're like, cool, we're going to be heroes, and we're going to be, like, loved by everybody, and everybody fucking hates the shield hero. This world is so stupid. This world makes no sense. This world is dog shit, because it's just apparently under calamity from every fucking thing. Next, we have this fucking spirit tortoise. Next season, we're going to have a goddamn oversized chicken. And the season after that, it's going to be goldfish that fucking is just... Magic carp on steroids. Like, I don't know. This show... If if I'm behind on shows, this is the show that I'm going to get behind. Like, behind on in which I'm not going to keep up with. Because of how frustrating characters are in this stupid show. Not stupid show. It's a... I want to love it. I want to love this show. Because it's a good... Like, the world... Not the world, but like there are potential in every like in the main characters but everybody around them and the world itself is so frustrating that i'm just like why why would you do this why do people really fucking love this show so i i don't know why i'm doing it to myself i like it's not something i overtly enjoy it's something that i'm trying to force myself to like and just yeah. see through other people's lenses as to why the fuck they like it, and I just don't understand why. It, it, so to me, to me, that's probably going to be one that I drop maybe if I get behind. Putting yourself through a lot of pain just to see, yeah. put your put yourself in someone else's shoes. I guess, but I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. I just, I just <laughs> Good don't for you, understand. Man. Like these, whatever. Anywho, those are my those are my three kind of like stinker shows of the season so far. Yeah, it th- those are the ones that are on the chopping block. We'll say. Mm-hmm. I mean, he- the healer one that that one's been chopped, thrown away, discarded, burned. Goodbye. But she gone. Yeah. She is out of here. Do you have any other quick hits? Because if not, I have two. Oh my god, you have two more? No. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have any more. Oh yeah. Okay. God damn Next it! One, what are the other two? That- uh, one that I was actually very surprised with and very actually pleased to watch, and I'm really looking forward to episode two, is uh, Birdie Wing. It's that golf show. Oh, was it really good? I, I it was I really need to watch fucking it. good. It was oh, good. Really, like the they tr- it, 
the one thing that I didn't like about it is they definitely do try to tug at your heartstrings. Like, think of the kids, the kids, they need this girl to golf so they could survive. Think of the kids. And it's just like, this just wasn't portrayed very well. I don't give a shit about these kids. I just want to see this girl fucking Happy Gilmore, this ball into oblivion, all right? Like, that's all. Not really. She doesn't Happy Gilmore, but it's like basically... This girl who is, like, not necessarily an orphan, but kind of an orphan, and she just is basically playing golf in, like, not dark tournaments, but, like, under-the-table golf to where she, like, versus different rich people. Like, they bet against her and, like, hire a professional golfer or whatever to, like, go against her and beat her in like holes of golf and it's like each hole would be like a thousand bucks or six thousand bucks or whatever and so but she's just like this amazing fucking golfer but she doesn't have the etiquette of golf she doesn't dress like a golfer does just nothing about her screams golf but she's fucking amazing at golf so there's like there's the appeal of like okay cool this is literally like happy gilmore but not really happy gilmore like she just is not your typical golfer great i can get behind that and the episode ends with her taking on another girl who is like the cream of the crop best of the best of their like age group they're very young they rely on kind of science ish like she's like the same height but she uses like a longer driver and because she uses a longer driver she can hit the ball farther but like to use a longer driver you have to have like major skill i don't know i don't know the intricacies of golf i really don't but all i know is it had some fucking hype moments it was great i enjoyed it her having to take care of the kids don't really care about it is what it is you're playing with your cat way too damn much this episode you're flailing that thing about my fault he is just needy but continue yeah that's fair yeah no i i really enjoyed it i mean where it goes in the future, I'm not sure. But, like, to put into perspective, like, the very first scene was, like, following this pro golf tour in which a girl was golfing and the commentator's like, oh, like, she seems to be doing much better since her, you know, injury or whatever. And, like, they go on and she basically golfs through the rest of the hole or whatever and she places, like, I don't know, fourth or seventh or something like that, like basically places high, but not high enough to like win or whatever. And they're like, well, this is yeah. a good return to form for this golfer. We're glad she's back on her feet. And then like it cuts to the next scene where they're in the locker room and this girl just fucking takes off like a lookalike mask, like Scooby-Doo. And it's just the the main character girl. And she was playing for a pro tour person who was golfing, but got injured and wasn't ready to go back on tour but needed to go back on tour. So it's just like, what the, what the shit is already going on? What is happening? And it was it's fantastic. It's the underground world of golf. If you're not familiar with it, look it up. It's I real feeling, and it's grimy. I, I hope that this is kind of like a uh, Skate the Infinity type show in which it's like she tries to bring this prim and proper golfer down into the underworld of golf. And, like, the prim and proper tries to bring her into the upper upper echelons of golf and, like, golf etiquette or whatever. I don't know. I'm enjoying it after episode one. I'll give it another couple, see how it goes. But so far, so good. Really kind of surprised there. 
But nice. the one that is my dark horse of the season, which I I think I'm finally realizing why it's my dark horse of the season. We'll get to that. Is actually heroin or heroines run the show, which we talked about, and I said I would give this an episode when we talked about our spring show, in which it's like a girl from the boonies goes to a, a high school in the city so she could run track. And then she ends up becoming a manager of an idol group who happened to be her classmates. That is like the synopsis of episode one and the story going forward. But I also think that like it was very well done. The animation is absolutely fucking gorgeous. I don't even know who's doing the animation for this show, but it's top notch fucking top-notch animation it is Le Deuce, which i don't know so um take that with a grain of salt oh they're also doing fanfare of adolescence oh boy <laughs> well you win some you lose some what are you gonna do oh god that's hilarious they did some fate stuff they did magi adventures of sinbad actually they did a lot of or they did all of uh all the magi adventures of sinbad basically is what they're known for but um, the animation was great. The story was fine, but the characters, like, they really played off each other well. Like, the idol kids that are in the group together hate each other, but they can't show that in public. One of them, like, is introduced at the very beginning because he was arrested and, like, the girl's, like, walking home and, like, sees him outside the police station with his mom who's scolding him. Like, and you don't know what the heck happened. But, like, there's there's a lot of intrigue here that I'm like, okay, I'm along for the ride. I'll see how yeah. this goes. I don't care that it's an idol show. I think why I liked it so much is that I had an existential crisis watching this show. Because, yes. yeah, no, um, like, growing up and being in high school and living in Los Angeles, like, the one thing that I – the one thing that I really love is management. I went to school for management. I love – I I really am good with people and am good w- and love helping people get to achieve their goals, which is why I really like management. So younger, when younger me was in high school and everything else, like I really wanted to be a manager of a band, like a big band, not like a big, like grand band, like, you know, all the Trump, it's fine. That's, that could be cool too. But like, I meant like, you know, just like a big rock band or, you know, whatever. So, I think a part of me had just like an existential crisis because it's just like, shit, this girl is doing kind of what I wanted to do when I was growing up, but she just fell into this role. And the reason she fell into this role is like, she's uh, long of it short. Like her dad has to go to the hospital. So he's out of work for a while. He's a fisherman family doesn't have a lot of money, but because she's living in the city so she could run track, she's like, you know what? I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a part-time job or I'm going to get a job. You guys, like, your mom's like, okay, we'll pay for your housing, but you pay for whatever else you're living. And she's like, cool, I can do that. I'm a, I'm only, like, and her mom was apprehensive about it at first, and she's like, no, mom, like, I'm doing this. Like, you guys are already doing so much for me. Like, you can see how close their family is. Love it. Already relate to that. I'm very close to my family. And so when she's, like, going out for jobs and, like, everybody's like, She's like, oh, I have track and like this might not work well with this scheduling. Like she can't find a job. And then she finds like an advertisement that's like 1500 yen an hour 
flexible hours, et cetera, et cetera. She goes in for this interview and like all these people are there trying to interview for the same position, but they're all these professional people. And she's like, ah, shit, there ain't no way I'm getting it, but we're going to interview anyways. And the only reason she gets the job is because she's in the same classroom as the two boys of the idol group. And that's it. I don't know. I loved it. I really enjoyed episode one animation fucking top notch. Like you just need to watch the first scene to see how fucking good the animation is. Um, so I'm going to continue with it. And this is honestly for personal reasons, it's probably going to be my dark horse just to see how it goes and see how this character grows and see, you know, if she is going to be a competent manager or if she's just going to, I don't know. You can just say it how it is, Frank. You just want to see her live out your dream. I do. I do. I really, really (laughs) do. Simple as that. And every time you're like, it's an existential crisis. I'm like, also you could just say what it is. Jealousy. Pure jealousy. She fell into this role. She fell into this role. You tried so hard. She didn't do anything to deserve it. I went to college and I did not know what the fuck I was doing. I I look back and I'm just like, shit. I'm giving you credit. All right. I'm. 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 I'm hyping you up. I'm putting you on a pedestal. Credit is not due. But anywho, we got. (laughs) We have five more shows to talk about that we both watched, and. I do think we have some diff- at least we- one show we have differencing opinions on a little bit, ah. but um, yeah, we got five more shows, so let's just hop into them. The uh, first one is Aharan uh, San. God, I can't pronounce that one. That's uh, so many vowels. Um, Aharan San, it was um, interesting. So there's two episodes out already. Like this aired, yeah, obviously two weeks ago it started, but. Um, it's a lesser and not as good Comey to me. Uh, Indifferent, also different Comey, I guess. Basically uh, a girl who's very shy. Not very shy, but she just is very, 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 very quiet to the point where nobody can hear her when she talks. And this guy who is also just shy and very, very quiet, who tries to make friends with her but can't really hear her. And then she also has personal space issues where she doesn't know how close to get to people, which is, you know, that's a good comedic bit there for a couple times. And then it's just like, okay, cool. But like, it's, it's a, it's an okay show. It's fine. I would say it's fine. I would keep with it because it like both episodes, I legitimately had moments where I laughed out loud, which is, it takes a special type of show, I guess, to kind of do that. Like I've, I've been noticing recently, like there, I don't really laugh out loud at shows unless it is very funny. And to me, like I you found myself, what? You don't lol? No, no, I don't. Oh, I think to myself, huh? That was funny. That's 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 probably that's like the saddest thing I've heard all day. That or it's like I mean I, no I could I could go sadder I could be like the girl from Scrubs and just instead of laugh say that's so funny that's no, so funny please that's don't so funny. I'll I will strangle you through my that's microphone so somehow funny <laughs> but yeah no yeah. like it's it's cute but it's just it's fine it's okay I I think the first episode yeah I mean they play into that because the guy is also fairly tall. And intimidating looking, they play into that intimidation piece too. And then the Aharan is quite short, like very, very small. Um, So it's the communication thing is one thing. There's a bit where he's like trying to figure out new ways to communicate with her because talking is 
difficult and they're like carrier pigeon or like message on an arrow that she has to shoot across the classroom meanwhile they're sitting right next to each other so like they play i mean i will say they play into the same joke but i think as the episode went on and then into the second episode too because i don't know if you watched the second episode or not i did okay they like they kind of dive into just other dynamics of their relationship because they add a new character in that just again they kind of they play into the personalities and characteristics of both of them but it's kind of nice because it adds a new element to their whole relationship but it's yeah i mean it's nothing like i'm it's nothing like i'm gonna gab about or anything like it's just cute and fun and it's those quick like each stories like you know three minutes four minutes in the episode or so and then it kind of skips to the next one yeah i will say that like the new character that they introduced in episode two like all i kept thinking of was comey can't communicate and that that character was just agiri that character is literally just agiri every character like that you're like it's agiri who's the one who's the one last season we were watching and you're like it's just agiri Oh, I don't remember. What were we watching? I can't remember what we watched last season. At this oh, point. yeah, it was my dress-up darling. It was the younger sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not Every... wrong. No, I mean, that personality of, like, bashful and, and like, kind of scared <laughs> of, of everything and everyone. Yeah. So. But, yeah, no, it, it, it's fun. Uh, the, the last, I will say the last, like, post credit bit of this previous episode killed me. Um they were playing a game, I think was it called like Reversi or something? I have no oh, idea what the game yeah. is. Yeah. I've I played the, that game once as a kid and I'm absolute dog shit at it. it the, the concept is to basically turn over all of these chips of your opponents so that the whole board is your color. And the guy is like he's like, I'm a ten time champion my family and he wins the first one, but he's like, she was going easy on me. So he's like, nope, don't hold back. I want to face their true you. And he lost like two in a row, and he's about to lose the third one, and the bell rings. He's like, you know what? We got to go, so let's call it a draw. And I'm just I'm like, <laughs> God, it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, but, but. I, I think the, the standout moments, I mean, the first uh, episode where they go to the arcade, and she just, like, he's struggling so hard to get this, like, character that she kind of wanted because she just literally had her face plastered on the glass just staring at these like little dolls in the crane game and so he spends like an absorbent amount of not an absorbent amount of money but he spends like basically what's in his wallet to try and win her one probably like 10 bucks or so yeah and just doesn't doesn't get even fucking close and then after he's done she just fucking like snaps a man servant out of nowhere brings her a stool which that was hilarious. And he's like, huh, I wonder if she comes here often. And she puts in a 500 yen coin and ends up winning like, I think it's a hundred yen per turn. And she wins one at first. Then she wins two in the second go. Then she wins like three and then just keeps going. And then like by the end of it, she's just got an armful of them and she gives them all to him. But But then he goes, it's like, he he goes, goes, well, he'll, he'll, he'll gives, I'll give you one. Like, as a yeah. thank you for giving these to me. So he still then, has just a truckload. Yeah, so he has a truckload, goes home, his sister sees that he has these, he's like, can I have one? He's like, no. And then the next scene cuts to him in bed with all the fucking bunny-looking, like, little figures or stuffed animals lined around his pillow like it's a <laughs> seance on his head. 
Like they're gonna <laughs> just fucking sacrifice him. It was that scene that, killed me. That well, because he laugh out loud because he goes into his room and has a real like he he's trying to figure out like spatially. He's like, where am I gonna put all these? Like, where are they gonna look good? Yeah, then it just snap cuts to him laying on his back, staring at a ceiling with all of them about. Basically, looks like they're chanting about to de- decapitate him as he's falling asleep. No, I mean, it definitely has its its really, like, kind of catch-you-off-guard funny moments. Yeah, but, but like, some of it just kind of, I don't know, that episode 2 seemed to drag on a bit for me, so I'm just like... Yeah. I'm like, the the show's, sh- it's, it's hitting 50-50, I'll, I'll continue and see how it goes, in my opinion. But, yeah, Aharon, uh, good first two episodes, not great, but pretty solid. Um, The rest of what we're about to talk about we have four shows left um all just have one episode because obviously spring just started uh you you were more on like i want to watch this show this show is gonna be like my sleeper of the the season and i'm just like okay you know what we'll see what we'll see what tyler sees in this show and see if it's any good diamond diamond it was the show that basically kid goes back home to try and re-inherit like their candy shop or whatever his parents like sweet a sweet shop, shop yeah it's not a, it's yep. not a candy shop it's a sweet shop it's like intricate sweets and basically they're like haha no we found a successor it's this little girl by the way you need to be a father figure to her but we're not going to tell her that and it's just like we'll see how this goes i really enjoyed it i thought it was good i thought it was it was very sweet i like the character dynamics between everybody I, I see the potential there. I just worry how, where, not worry, but like intrigued as to where it goes. Because what scenarios are you really going to put out there? You know? I don't know? Yeah, well, I I think, I mean, this show definitely lived up to my expectations with it being sort of my sleeper. It It really caught me off guard. Uh, just like building into the whole story because without going super super deep basically our our main character guy leaves home like had all intents all intentions to stay with the shop and inherit and learn the company the family company like how to how to run the shop how to make the sweets and everything because his grandfather wanted him to like his grandfather was his mentor and then like one day yeah, like one day in high school, he overhears his grandfather saying like, hey, I don't think he's cut out for this. And he he just like up and leaves and is like, I'm going to go. S- I found a, a senpai at school. He plays guitar. He's going to teach me. I'm going to make a band and I'm going to leave for five years. Comes back and is like, hey, I'm back. And everything's changed. Yeah, like so Which there's I like do, this. I do have a theory about that. I I have some I've developed too. And I, mean, I, I think I, I know one of your theories. I think the theory that we're both thinking of is the dad being I, his friend who taught him guitar in college. Is I wasn't even thinking theory? of that one. Oh, no, yeah, my when they, they showed they showed like a when you you were like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to college and I learned how to play guitar from a friend. It showed like a faceless photo of him, but like you know, still features of him. And, and it they looks were very eerily similar to the photo or the flashback image of the little girl with the dad, and the they look very similar. And I'm thinking that they know each other. Yeah. And well, and yeah, it, the grant the the 
his father who owns the shop, the main character's father, and I, we don't know their names. <laughs> I completely forgot yeah, their names. Us no names um, in shows. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. What? That's no. That never happens. My ass for Shield Hero. That's about. That was, it. I mean, no, that was pretty good. I was surprised. Um, but the the father is basically like, yeah, she came here with her father through like a series of connections. They knew of our shop, which to me signifies like, okay, so somewhat in the area, like it's not someone that's traveling from afar across the country or anything that just stumbled upon the shop. They like the little girl and his father, like her father knew of the shop or at least the owners and was just like, I'm dropping you off here. Good luck, kid. Peace. So I see that. No, my theory, I'll, I'll just do it real quick, but my theory yep. is when the when he the kid overhears, the main character overhears his grandfather being like, he's not cut out for this, he was he meant not cut out for like customer service because we find out that the main character like cries, cries. over having to sell sweets because he's like he gets he's so infatuated with the sweets, like the process, everything that goes into and it, the heart and blood and yeah, and then, yeah, the end product is gorgeous. Like, he, as a kid, he would cry endlessly when people would come and buy the sweets from their shop. So I think his grandfather was saying he's not cut out for that. Like, he can't do the face the customers sell. He is, but he's good at making. And he just yeah. didn't hear that part. And that's when he left and was like, well, I guess my mentor says I'm not good enough. I'm going to go play guitar. Screw you, I'm family. Go. I'm going to go off and do the exact opposite. But yeah. I mean, he does have a touching scene at the end where he his band gimmick was dressing up with like chestnut heads and like performing with giant chestnuts on their heads. Yeah. So when like this little girl who got basically gerbated into making a hundred different can or a hundred candies of like this type and the person doesn't come to pick it up and she has to sell them. He comes out like she can't sell worse shit because she's just a ten year old. Like she's like the, she's like the little popper kids in fucking old old London old timey London saying extra extra read all about it. Here's your newspaper, but she's not getting any traction there. She's not she's she's she doesn't have the salesmanship, and that's where he comes in at the end, swoops in with his guitar and chestnut head, and is just like plays some music and sings a song about the sweets that it, that were they're trying to sell and. Gets everybody to look at them. They're like, "I'll take one. I'll take five. Oh, yeah!" And it was a good, it was a good sweet, sweet scene, pun intended. Good one. Yeah, I. But they. I mean, they set up. They set up what the rest of the season is going to be like. I mean, this girl, this young girl, has this mentality because of her upbringing and the fact that she was abandoned. That like, she has to fight for everything she wants. Like she, it. Nothing is given nothing is taken for granted. Like it's something that you have to earn kid or not. She has responsibilities that she has to uphold. Like she is very mature for 10 or 11 or whatever she is yeah. versus 10. Yeah. Versus main character who like very kind of laid back, easygoing, you know, that five years being a chestnut band really kind of calm the nerves, I guess. The next documentary, and five years of chestnut, five years of chestnut. Yeah. That's a different take on Joey Chestnut. <laughs> oh, um, the hot dog eating. Oh, sorry. Is that too? Is that too much, Mister Frankfurter Hot Dog Man? Uh, it's um, no will allowed. Is that is Joey Chestnut not allowed? But mm, you know he's it, massacred. At any rate, like I think the rest of the kid. season is 
uh, the rest of the season is going to be basically the main character having to learn, again, the family trade, the family business, but then also trying to convince the younger girl, like, hey, I'm not trying to come in here and usurp what my father promised you. Like, you are, you are for all intents and purposes, the per- person that's going to inherit this. But you have yeah. to also learn to trust others that are trying to help you. Like, we are here to support you and help you grow. And I know it's hard given what happened early on in your life, but yep. you know, we're here together. I don't know how I muted myself, but yeah, no, I agree. I think that, um, I think a little differently rather than like, he's not there to inherit it. I think that they're both going to like co-inherit it to where he's going to do the candy part and she, I mean, or he... like he'll do the presentation or whatever. And she'll do yeah, it's sales or whatever. For, for to continue on with this, uh, the the nut motif, he's probably just like you'll see her like break out of her shell of like this kind of like very hardened emotion, not emotionless, but like not gonna open herself up to others. And it'll She'll probably be something at some the walls. end. Yeah, it'll be something at the end where you know, if if this is a one season or whenever where it's finally time for her to inherit for her to be like, extend out the olive branch and go, I, I can't do it without you. Something like that. Yeah. But no, this is, this is excellent. Like I thought it was, it's a really cool slice of life and it, it does have a lot of, like, it's not your standard, just everything's happy go lucky. It's got some emotional elements to it. It's got some layers with the girl trying to figure out who her father is or find him at least, Yeah. you know? So, I know. And, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching more. But uh, speaking yeah. of slice of life's with layers, let's let's talk about Shikamori. Shikamori is not just a cutie. She and she is not just a cutie. No, she a bona fide badass. She she very much is. We had I think we had differing opinions on this one too. I well, I, I don't think we did. I think we had differing perspectives. As to where it might Yeah, that's go. that's probably a better way. Because of I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, but I got major like sci-fi vibes. Like this could take a uh Steinsgate type of turn at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Like I it's basically just this guy who's essentially cursed or just has is a jinx. Like anything bad that could happen, like a baseball hitting him, a tree branch falling, newspaper blowing in the wind to hit him, it happens. It's always him. He's he hits a rock in the freaking driveway and trips and falls as he's on his way to work or school, like any he is literally Murphy's law. Anything bad that can happen will happen. Yep. And then yeah. you have Shikamori who help who basically is like anti Murphy's law, which is like protecting him against from all the shit happening to him. Yeah. Like without without her there, our main character would have died about 20 times over in this episode alone yeah i've i've read a little bit ahead because i'm i've got the first three volumes um there's a really fucking funny joke that i think will come up next episode if not episode three that i'm really looking forward to and it really is just like summarizes what i really want to say about that statement but um i think the show is very good. It's it's a slice of life. If you like well animated slice of life, which we've been getting a shit ton of recently, this is just gonna yeah. be up your alley. Like it's 
I think we we described it as basically this boy was a beta and she was the alpha and she was going to just like basically help him get through life and that's essentially what it is but he's not necessarily a I wouldn't call him a beta because he does want to help out he does genuinely want to be there for her and protect her and not have this shit happen to him constantly so I wouldn't necessarily throw him into the beta category I think he he's just down on his luck he's just got shit luck and she's more privy to his, like what's gonna happen to him than he is yeah and like I got the reason why I got major sci-fi vibes from it is just like the the way she like talks to him and describes things of like how she saves him etc it almost seems like she can see into the future or she is like from the future and knows every little thing about his past and can like is like memorized it and is like I'm going to protect him from this on this day this 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 I can skip this day and only these minor things will happen or whatever like those are the vibes I'm getting from it and I just I don't I don't know I don't know if it's going to take a weird twist like that or if it's just this weird wholesome show about a girl who's fucking badass at sports and everything else she does and this guy who's just kind of a klutz. Yeah. No, I I have the same feeling. There was one line at the very end that the main character says like and I think his name is you. Yeah. Like he Why you? he mentions he like the one of the last scenes is this sign as they're walking up this the sidewalk the sign off this building just falls and she karate kicks it across the street and he's yeah. like how like how did you even tell that that was going to fall down like how how could you even know what was happening and then he kind of reflects and is like that's kind of been happening a lot lately where you've sort of like foreseen what was going to happen and she like gets super flustered and it's like, ah, what? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, let's just keep walking and talk about how I'm such a badass. And, like, I'll always yeah. be here to protect you. Like, definitely gives off a weird, either I can see into the future or you can go more dark and go, like, yeah, like, she's watched him die so many times that she can then, like, start the day over and she knows the exact spots in which things happen and she can save him. Oh, my dark thought or theory on this was that, like, if this lad dies, like, the whole world dies eventually because he does something super important in the future, so we have to save him uh -oh. at all I, costs type no. deal. Mine's more like the... Mine's more that? Terminator. Yeah, mine's more of that Tom Cruise, like, if you he dies and the day starts over movie. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That was a you know the movie. movie. Uh, there's something tomorrow. No. End of tomorrow, tomorrow or whatever. No. Yeah, something like that. This is a great like, Tom Cruise movie, but that's besides I, the point. I do think there's going to be some weird twist to this, which will only make it that much better. I because yeah. I think I think the story it, it's a first episode. We'll I'm I'm positive we'll learn more, you know, in this very next episode. But like the story definitely sets itself up as being kind of bland. Like just hit is cursed to always be a klutz and is dating a girl who can miraculously save him all the time. But it's not just that too. Like there's a scene where they go bowling and she's like, I've been bowling a couple of times and she bowls a 300. Yep. Like she's just, so it's, she's either like supernatural, super powerful, whatever. Like yeah. there's some element to this and I'm sure it'll slowly kind of come out. Because the story is too, like, 
vanilla. Agreed. Yeah, and I'm again, I'm reading ahead and like everything that we saw in episode 1 is so out of order in the manga. Like what you just talked about the whole bowling scene, that happens like halfway through volume 2. But the sign kicking thing which happens at the end of the episode is literally in chapter 3, which the first volume of chapters are like 5 pages each. So like chapter 3, it's like within the first 15 pages you see her she doesn't kick the sign. She, like, tackles him away from the sign. So it's just, like, it's oh. super weird that it's super out of order and different, but it's all there. It's just, I wonder where the fuck they're going with it, with, like, how they're pulling it from the source material and when the the actual story will begin. Also, the movie we were thinking of, Edge of Tomorrow. Great Edge movie. of Tomorrow. Yes. Great movie. But, yeah, no, I'm enjoying Shikimori. Um, uh, it's... Very well, beautifully animated as all fucking slice of life that we have been watching are, and it's just yeah, I I'm I'm so happy that there's just like strong female characters like that's fucking great. Uh, oh dude, this is me. spring season is the season for strong female characters and slice of life, which yes. is the perfect combo. And I until, love until until summertime rendering comes out. And until summertime nuts. rendering and yeah, and then I, uh, that okay, goes. I will up say the there are some there are some pretty fucking badass females in that show in that that series. But um, yeah, no, there's the the main character guy. He's also fucking. Be- Anyways, I'll, I'll we'll get to it when we get to that. <laughs> when that actually comes out, we'll get to it. But uh, moving right ahead, probably one of this. This was definitely one of the shows that I was waiting for so badly. Not Spy Family. We'll get to that after this one. Look forward to that. But Kaguya-sama Season 3. Hell fucking yes. Let's go. I laughed out loud so fucking much during this episode. Oh, this, this just, episode killed me. It continues straight from se- like the end of Season 2. Like They blow up the building in Season 2, and then this season starts, and it's like continue like in the rubble it's just like it has like a continue and a yes no yes no and it keeps going up and down and it clicks yes and then the school just respawns and it's just like the next chapter which is perfect like that's that's like the most ideal for for a show like this that is like super quirky and just it's constant humor building on itself episode to episode episode like that's exactly what you want in a continuation from season two to season three like just have it be basically like nothing happened like it's like just another week gone by and you've started the next season yeah like no gap it was perfect it was incredible and like the gags they had like we won't go too far into them because we are getting pressed for time here um the gags that they had though were so fucking funny and I, it's one of those things, like, this episode was more relatable than any other episode I've seen of Kakuya-sama. It, it For the, did have this like, weird air of, like, it's starting to get more modern. Because they had, like, in, in, in between two skits, they have, like, that, like, transitionary panel. And it was, uh, is his name Shinigami, I think? Shinigami? Shinigami? I think so. Yeah. He was basically the talking accountant. about... Yeah, he was talking about Line, which is the messaging app that most people use in Japan. And he's like, most people use Line, but I prefer Discord. And I was like, that's like, they brought up Discord. I was like, that's so weird to see, like, in a show. But it was just really funny because it made sense to his character, being that he's, like, a big gamer and, like, really into tech, too. So I'm like, oh, this this episode just had so much to it that... yeah. Yeah, it's like so it's weird. like finally catching up. <laughs> it's weird. Also, really weird to think about. I didn't realize it. Discord came out in 2015. 
Ah, that that's honestly not as far in the past as I thought it was. Like I thought it came. Yeah, out that's when I graduated now. college. So, oh God, you're old. I know. It was seven years ago. Ugh. Oh God, I'm coming up on seven years out of college. We're wow. watching anime and doing a podcast about it. Oh my God, what does that say about Follow us? Follow your dreams, kids. That <laughs> dates me. Anywho, um, yeah, no, this show's fucking perfect. But like the fact in the matter of just like having your headphones not fully plugged in so everybody can hear what you're listening to. Been there. The whole leaving yourself on red thing. Been there the arm wrestling thing where you're like, I'm going to beat your ass and you, you get your ass fucking beat. Been there as well. Drunk confidence, kids. It's a thing. Does not work out well. <laughs> it's no, everything about this episode was perfect. Skit to skit. Skit to skit. I, I, I just want this show to last forever. This show is perfect. I love it. It's great. I just give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Don't take breaks. Give me more. There's enough source material. Give me more. <laughs> oh my god yeah there's enough social time there's like 24 volumes of the manga i think i don't know there's there's a point. shit ton. it's yeah it's in the mid mid to early 20s at this point yeah so it's insane keep it coming but fucking love it and speaking of fucking loving it spy family what a fucking great episode one to a great fucking source material show like god it was everything. The character voices were great. The expressions were there. The hilarity was there. There were just everything that I wanted from the source material was there, and it was perfect. And it's only if if this is how the season is gonna go, if this is the quality we're gonna get, it's gonna be like it'll be one of the. It'll be nominated for show of the year or like anime of the year. And I hope like fucking hell that the Attack on Titan freaks just stay in their holes and this wins. Because yeah. You, like this show is phenomenal and it's only going to get better. If this is how, if the quality stays at where it's at, the show is only going to get better because right now they're only doing introductions. They haven't gotten into the story at all, really, except for maybe the very end where like they take the entrance exam. That's about it. it like this, uh, I am so ready. And it's a two-core. We get it this season and in summer. We get fucking two seasons of Spy Family. Fall. Sorry, it's fall. Oh, sorry, fall. No. Oh, wait, is it skipping summer and going to fall? Yeah. Which is kind of stinky, I know. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. But no, I mean... stacked now, too. Dude, every season's stacked. No, this, I mean... Spy Family was by and far the most hyped show of this season. And you couldn't have asked, like you said, you couldn't have asked for a better first episode. My yep. The biggest thing I took away from it, though, was I think during the spring preview, you had predicted that in the course of the 25 episodes, because the second yes. core is going to be 13, yes. in the 25 episodes that are coming out for this for this year, it'll end at a certain part. I, I'm really interested in seeing how far they take each chapter through the episodes, because the chapters are pretty dense in the manga. There's a lot that happens, and there's a lot of dialogue. And I think if they stick to it really well in the terms of the pacing too, they can fill 
this first season with a large chunk of material and really only get through like maybe the first three, three and a half manga, like right around there. Like, I I think they can really pull it out because I mean, it, you have to think too, like, like you said, we're still going through introductions. You still have basically every character has their own stories taking place simultaneously with one another so you can dedicate episodes to just one character i mean you can dedicate it to to uh mr lloyd forger well twilight lloyd, you know, he's got anna, he's got tons of episodes anya anya our new character we'll talk about next week when they're introduced like there's there's a lot of potential for you to get a ton of episodes out without using so much source material and i think that's great because then you can just keep pumping out seasons. Because yeah. I think we're through like 62 chapters right now of the manga, right around there. 60-ish somewhere. Because like some yeah. of them are like point one, point two, or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just smaller side stories. For, so, But, but no, um, I mean, I, I am beyond excited. I think the first episode sets a really good tone. Because it, yeah. it has the action. It has the humor. I need to go back and read the early stuff because like I remember oh, everything that happened in this except for one scene that they showed just a glimpse of Twilight's childhood and I don't remember that until like the actual chapter that they are they just released this past week. So I'm just like oh. I don't remember anything about his childhood being in the early stuff so I want to reread and see if I actually just missed it or if it was actually there. I I do uh, yeah if memory serves me, his stuff kind of comes out in, in just kind of sporadically. And it's yeah. always like different triggering moments too. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, it, Oh God, we're just going to babble. Great episode. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're we're going to babble on. Like I've already convinced my buddy, uh, John to watch this with me. And I think next Saturday he's either going to come home or we're going to get on a discord or come home. <laughs> he's going to come coming over. home. He's coming home. Papa. <laughs> no he's either gonna come over and we're gonna watch the first two episodes because he's he didn't watch this first one or we'll hop on a discord call and watch uh the first two episodes because i i've somehow convinced my friend who does like anime to watch an anime that is currently going like currently airing week to week the only other show that i know he'll do that with for anime is my hero academia and that's it so I'm just like I'm I'm like you just John just trust me on this just we got to watch this he's like okay I trust you it's fine let's do this so very much so looking forward to watching the rest of this season watching the rest of Spy Family Kagawa Shikamori Daimon we'll see about Aharon there's so much coming out this season we haven't even gotten to Komi which comes out in like three weeks summertime rendering which comes out later this week on disney plus oh by the way everything we talked about today all watchable on crunchyroll one spot because funimation and crunchyroll are now the same thing we haven't watched anything that's on high dive because we just haven't but we might i don't know we're debating i mean next season we have to we have to next season well you have to wait we have to oh no we we have have to to. we have don machi season season four fuck I yeah. reading the spinoff. Anyways, that's we're, we're getting on a tangent <laughs> there. I don't want to talk about that. The, so basically, tally it up right now. I have watched 10 shows. I'm narrowing that down to 9. I'm adding one more show to my repertoire or my catalog 
this week in summertime rendering and then in three weeks with comey can't communicate so i'll be at 11 shows total and, and i'll maybe be at eight. dropping something here or there yeah i'll be at eight with your with the with comey and summertime when they this would a release yeah and this would be the point where i sign off and tell us you know or tell you to tell us what else we should watch this season but honestly Tell us what you're enjoying this season, not what to watch, because we got too much on our plate. But tell us what you're enjoying this season. Tell us what you're watching this season. Tweet at us at Bakako Podcast. You can find all of our socials there. You can find our Discord there. Again, it's at Bakako Podcast. Um, you can find, again, we have a link tree that has our Discord. It has our uh, TikTok. Buy me a coffee, I think is what it is, or something along the lines of that. That helps support the show. That goes towards server costs of keeping these ep- uh, uh, keeping these episodes online and going. Um, we will be back next week, either Monday or Tuesday, keeping uh, keeping it posted just for the fact that we'll be doing some prep work before we go to PAX next week. So we'll keep you posted as to which day we're going to uh, record next week. So until next week, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.